This is the LXP Podcast. This is the LXP Podcast. Welcome to the inaugural show of the LXP podcast, the League of Extra Nerdy Parents. We are a group of people who seek to indoctrinate others into the world of geek parenting through the use of classic pop culture entertainment. Listen as we compare notes on 80s and 90s film, television, video games, and music in order to help you usher your children into the world of your own youth. I am G-Man, the host of the podcast and the scholar. I am a teacher by day, and I have a three-year-old son. With me are the other members of the League. To my left is... Hoff. I'm the engineer. I have two kids, boy and a girl. Hey, I'm Fonz, and I'm uh, the father of two boys, a three-year-old and an eight-year-old, and I'm the artist. I am J.E., the tech. I'm the father of an 11-year-old girl and a five-year-old boy. So, we have decided to come together because we felt that there was a big old hole in the internet, and that hole in the internet needed to be filled with four old dads who decided that we wanted to talk about the stuff that we loved when we were kids and try to figure out the best way to share that stuff with our own children. So, each, every two weeks or however often we're able to get together and update this podcast, we will be getting together to talk about the things that we loved and give you not just our reactions, but the reactions of our own children, so that if you decide you want to try some of these films, video games, movies, television shows, whatever, out, um, you will have a sounding board, and that would be us. So um, this week, appropriately, we have chosen to look at the 1985 film Back to the Future, because that's what we're going to try to do with this podcast, is go back to the future, go back to our own past, mm-hmm. and teach our kids how to uh, love what we love. Hopefully they will. We'll find out as we move through this little experiment. Um, Back to the Future, again, released in 1985. A teenager is accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his friend, Dr. Emmett Brown. He must make sure that his high school-age parents unite in order to save his own existence. Gentlemen, what did you and your children think of Back to the Future? Well, you obviously know we love the movie. Well, how could you not? I mean, it's a classic. It's Oh, sorry, it's a classic. And, uh, <laughs> just getting used to this get mic. In there. Get in there. Used to the mic. <laughs> it's a classic. Everyone loves it. Uh, I, I watched it with my son several times from the time he was four years old up until now he's eight. And uh, it's really interesting to see how he reacts to different things. Of course, he reacted to the cool car, the DeLorean, when he was younger. Still does now, but... He's more into the, the social aspects of it. I don't know how... Um, I know, J.E., you have an older daughter. I don't know how mm-hmm. she, she reacted to that part of it. Oddly enough, something that was interesting was she had already seen it. Really? Without yeah. you? Yeah, she had seen it before. I don't know if she came across it on Netflix or saw it at her friend's house or something. She's 11, um, to, to uh, reiterate. But, yeah, she had, she had seen it. But she was a good sport and sat down and watched it with me anyway. Um, she loved it. She had fun. 
she had a lot of fun. She had some funny, funny comments that I didn't, I didn't tell her to say things out loud while she was watching it or, or anything like that. But she, she just came out and laughed at a few things and, and said a few funny things that I'll bring up as we talk about it. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a great movie and she had a blast. What, one thing I was wondering is how old were you guys when this movie came out? Oh, God. Because we always have go. to bring age into <laughs> because, it. It's just awful. Because I was two. Oh, were you two? Old. I was two uh, we years what, old when he came out. 15. 15. Yeah. 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 Or 14. We 14, 15. 14, 15 years old. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The J.E.'s the baby of but the group. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were Marty McFly's, almost Marty McFly's right. age. With I think he was 17. Be, uh, more targeted to at that time. Yeah. Right. Because he's 15 years old. He's dealing with, you know, he's seeing his parents as, you know, people now. Like, and then he has to go back and see them as what he's going through. Right. So... Um, it, it's the part that freaked me out was that we are now what twenty years, thirty, thirty, thirty years after the movie came out, right? Which is isn't that the timetable that he goes back in time? Right. I think next year he goes to twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next year. Right. 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 So I was a little freaked out by that. So we're gonna see Jaws eighteen <laughs> next year. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Flying I'll, cars. I'll, the big difference between eighty five and and the fifty five, yeah. we. Are talking about with our kids from '85 to now, yeah. right? One funny thing too, uh, while we're still talking about age, is I found a link online, and I guess Michael J. Fox turned 53 seven days ago, mm. and he's 49 in Back to the Future 2. Is he when really? they go to the future? Okay. And here's here's the before, here's the two pictures between what he actually looks like now. And what he looked like he when better. he was, yeah, when he wow. was forty nine. This is in the great show. for radio showing. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. I promise. Okay. But uh, yeah, to describe it, he looks so much older in the uh, in the the picture from Back to the Future too. That's right. It's kind of funny. Oddly enough, he's still wearing two ties, which is <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> the two ties. We weren't going to go to the two. The double. Yeah, yeah, we, well, we, we'll we go, go into to the, the second two. movie, but, which yeah. we probably shouldn't do. But yeah. Anyway. Well, we you know we're we're. Spoiler, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we should probably frame this that these movies are 30 years old. They, We will be discussing these films, and anything that we talk about, spoilers, will always be uh, a part of our conversation. I hardly think a 30-year-old movie is a spoiler movie, yeah. but, I mean, if you're letting your children listen to this before you watch films, you might want to consider True. You know, censoring them so they don't, they don't ruin the movies for them. But um, we are focused – our conversation today will be focused – primarily on uh, the, the original film, although I'm sure the other two films will probably come up during the course of our conversation. Um, so why don't we just kind of move through the film and see if we can just come up with some ideas, um, specifically things that, um, you know, how, do, how did our children react? And as parents now seeing this film through the eyes of, of, of you know, fathers, what are we thinking about in terms of things that are inappropriate for our kids, things that might be confusing for our kids, things, uh, that you should be concerned about as a parent. And, you know, while we would love everybody to listen to this podcast, we are kind of focused mostly on, on being dads. And maybe our wives someday will join us on the show and we'll have some female perspectives as well. But um, so how do you think, first of all, guys, how do you think it stacked up after 29 years, almost 30 years after its original release? I'm talking about uh, special effects and story and acting and just the overall uh, vibe you got from the film. With, if you watch it with your kids, how did they react to it? Did they react mm-hmm. to it? Did they make any comments about the age of the film? What do you think? Um, I don't know. Not really on the effects. They they still hold a, up. I think it's a good yeah. good suspension of disbelief there. And the you know he, 
the car skidding out, the flames. I mean, that, yeah. all those effects are pretty solid. It's no photo marts anymore, though. That the, the yeah. car does smash oh, into God. the photo mart there, or the the van, the terrorist van. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, the Libyans are still our enemy after 30 days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think this movie definitely, having to go back in time helped a lot too. Yeah, right. Um, because there weren't things happening in the 50s that they needed to necessarily have a lot of special effects for. But, um, well, the funny thing is they'd, they'd go back to the 50s and say what, what you know, different was different from 85 to then. And now we can do that now to to eighty five and be like, oh my god, we got the internet, we got right. all these other things, and it's it's we can add a layer to it. Watching yeah. it back because now I'm like taking it from eighty five to now, not right. so much focusing on the the fifties that the movie does. Yeah, the fact that the film takes place primarily in the fifties kind of makes it timeless because yes. Even though the beginning of the film is in the 80s and the end of the film is in the 80s, most of it takes place in a period of time that's kind of frozen in time. Even today, we look at that, it's like, oh, yeah, it's 50s life. Yeah, that might be why I, pre- I prefer the first one. I mean, it's ob- yeah. obviously the classic, yeah. but... The well, 80s don't really factor too much into the setting overall, I don't it, think. They didn't well, spend a lot of time there either, which no, that, probably helps, it, too. It, yeah, yeah, I think it helps a lot. Except for the fact that I, I know my son, he's looking back at, at 1985... Almost like we're looking, we were looking back at, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what at, I mean. at the that's 1950s. Exactly yeah. I mean. yeah, yeah. So he's, he's looking back, seeing someone going from the past further into the past. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is exactly my point. You said it way better than I did. Okay. okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was a little lost. But I, I know, I know my, my son was, was a little confused. He, uh, he uh, didn't quite understand things like there was no, there were no, Cell phones. He thought that was yep. a little strange. Yeah. And I did, I did show him the second one, and he didn't really understand certain things in that. Knowing that it was supposed to be now, he didn't really understand. Yeah, we're supposed to have hoverboards. Is that, is that the second one? Yeah, yeah. hoverboards. Yeah, and we don't have those. They still had dot matrix printers with yeah. dot matrix printers. <laughs> and faxes. There are like a million faxes in his house. Right, right. It was a little strange. But I hear Nike is actually coming out with a lace-up shoes that automatically lace. Yeah. i they, about that for next really? year as a special... Back to the wow. Future thing, and there was I've that. I've made it to 2015, <laughs> <laughs> and there was that hoax hoverboard thing that they were doing for a while. That yeah, time, which was really well there. done. I thought so disappointing. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, my my daughter, my daughter asked, "Oh, they don't have cell phones yet, right?" <laughs> she didn't even know when they came out. She just taken for granted that they've always been there. Yep. So funny. But I've, I gotta say, the very first thing that happened in the movie, the first time she said anything or, or had any reaction out of her was the skateboard scene in the beginning. Uh, when, beginning. Well, when, he, when, he, when he's, he's late, late for school, w- late so he runs school, out and yeah. he starts grabbing onto the cars. Yep. I remember that vividly from when I was a kid. I thought it was so cool and yes. wanted to do that. Yes, right. And she thought the same thing. She, she thought it was so cool. And uh, I still thought it was so cool. <laughs> like, I was, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it looks like so much fun. Well, they, they use it's that. It's so dangerous. In all the movies throughout. Yeah. They do that. It's also funny how you look at things from a different perspective. Like as a kid, you think it's so cool. Now I'm thinking, oh man, I would never let a kid grab onto my car. The insurance liability, if anything went wrong. <laughs> right, right. It's funny to, to uh, see things from the other side of the coin. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, that maybe stacks up with the idea of what might be inappropriate. You know, some of the things that Marty does are kind of dangerous. Right. You know, like the first thing he does is blow out the huge speaker and it blows him through the wall and everything. And 
Um, there's a fair amount of, of you know, good old-fashioned 80s violence in this film. You know, Doc Brown, this is something I noted, he gets shot at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he gets killed by the Libyans or shot by the Libyans at the beginning. That's pretty int- intense, I think, for a kid's, you know, a movie that's designed to be a, you know, film for, I don't know if it's... The PG kids, movie, yeah. right? But in the 80s, PG was, was a kid's movie. That's right. You know? That's right, yeah. yeah. I am surprised it's PG being, oh, being yeah. uh, you know... Use well, the PG movies nowadays. I think it would probably be PG thirteen. Definitely, absolutely. Of, just from the swears alone. Exactly. And, right. Uh, and because, some violence. There was some yeah, violence her, when. Well, and just a little sexual assault there. Yeah, sexual assault. Right. Yeah. yeah. A little let's, bit of that. let's let's ex- yeah, a little date rape. Let's explore that. That's actually a pretty big deal. Um, yeah, we have we have shades of incest in this film. Where right. Marty's yeah, that's true. Mom falls for him, and she's trying to like <laughs> hook up with him in the car, and then Biff actually. Tries to rape Lorraine at the end of the film. Um, it's not to forget about George right, peeping, tomming, and right, right, yeah, the yeah. whole reason why they got together in the first place, right? Because yeah. he fell out of the tree. Because he was looking. Yeah, his, his dad was a creep. His dad was a peeping. <laughs> yeah, I've got that too. <laughs> yeah, it's um. <laughs> these are all things He's you know. A peeping Tom, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, we. I, I, my son, he's only three, so he didn't really have. He did get interested uh, during the car chase scene at the end. Uh, was it the car chase scene the at end? the end of the film? Uh, when no, when Marty was him? taking the car to, mm-hmm. and he was driving it towards the oh, lightning oh, bolt, right, right, yeah, he really time. was like, he was riveted because he loves cars and stuff, and he really got into it. And he wanted me to rewind it a bunch of times because he wanted to see the car hit the thing and turn into fire and stuff. Um, but yeah, like when he gets older, I don't know how I'd explain, you know. He's trying to have sex with that I girl against the, her will. The way I subverted it, uh, which worked pretty well. Well, my 11-year-old knew what was happening. But um, but by the time that scene had come up, my son had come back and he had a few friends over. And they were sitting there. But um, I just said, oh, he's trying to kiss her and she doesn't want to kiss yeah. her. And yeah, it worked yeah. out. I mean, it, it, they didn't take it too far to the point where, as adults, we knew what was happening. Right. But for the children, if you said that, it... Totally works. Yeah, and, it does. You yeah. just say he's a bully, and yeah, you know, he's just trying to kiss her, and that kind of. But for conservative people, that would definitely be a scene to skip over. And we could probably describe when it was, in case you are watching and wanted to skip over it. Um, it's right before they're heading into the dance, and they're sitting in the car, and Lorraine, who is Marty's mother. Uh, has a sip of alcohol. That was a teen yeah, drinking. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. But she, <laughs> right. has, she has a sip of um, of like schnapps or something before they go into the dance. Yeah, and then pretty much Biff comes over to confront um, Marty's dad. And, and that's right where the scene is. So you could skip over that without really missing a beat at all. Um, um, the, the main point, yeah, until, until his dad comes back, it starts to confront Biff about what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's what you, I was, the yeah. only thing I was going to say is that he, if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have the confrontation it's true um and that that you know the heroism that he that he finally displays um anything else that you guys noticed in the film that you felt might be difficult to explain to your children um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i saw in here i mean again i i love i love the film and one of the things i love about it actually is uh the constant time references and the watch imagery throughout the course of the film. Um, like, at the beginning, there's all these clocks everywhere, and right. he's late, and uh, um, Doc Brown has, like, five watches on at the end. He's like, right. damn, and he looks at his watch, <laughs> and he, damn, he pulls a watch out of his pocket, and then he's got it. Um, 
I don't know if that necessarily the kids would pick up on that stuff, but um, you know, there's uh, there's like we think somebody mentioned. Damn! <laughs> damn! Damn! <laughs> Those are mild swears, <laughs> but there's there's more. worse ones. Yeah. There's definitely worse ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Says, they, <clears throat> the S word yeah. a few times. Yeah, and the ass, no one F bombs though. I think no I got one that yep. was kind of weird. JC. Uh, now my son. Uh, there's one part where uh, right after the scene, the, the, the assault scene in the car, and, and uh, they throw Marty into the back of, of yes. a car. And it's the band. It's yes. the Starlighters right, right. car. This a whole other subject that I was and, thinking uh, about. Yep. I, don't the, I don't remember their names. I know uh, <laughs> uh, Billy Zane is one of the characters there. But, uh, well, they, they, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Billy Zane is, is one of the one of Biff's. You should listen to your friend Billy Zane. That's <laughs> <laughs> well. They actually they throw him in the car, and someone gets out of the car, and all they're all supposedly smoking. We don't know what they're smoking, but uh, I think one of them says, "I don't want to mess with uh, any, any reefer addicts." Yep. But he also calls him a spook. Yes, which uh-huh. my son did ask about. Yeah. What does that uh-huh. mean? Well, they really? do. Huh. They address racism from you know obviously the fifties to. 85 had gotten that much better right so it was kind of like you know this is funny that this is how they acted and it was just like normal for yeah. them to say yeah. something like that yeah. but, but they did it in a in a way that showed that it was uh wrong a little right, bit i exactly. think like yeah. like they 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 do um there's a scene where one of the people who clean the restaurant as a colored person and he's saying how he's going to be something someday yes. but, and oh, he ends yeah. up being mayor so it's Goldie and that's Wilson. the joke the joke right. is that he ends up he's actually ends up being the mayor so they, they did address that in a positive light i think well i like the way nice. they uh, like cut of marty rolled with it marty just treated marty didn't have any of that because he was from 1985 um but the the kids from back that back in that time every well even the even the person in the uh, what was it the cafe Act, acted that way. So everyone in the past kind of acted that way, but the people from 1985 didn't, which was yeah. kind of nice. That was a, that uh, that cafe was kind of like the peach pit of 1950. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. true. That's right. That's a peach pit. Oh. You, you know what? Um, <laughs> and wow. I, I wish. <laughs> you know, How old are you again? Yeah. I was <laughs> That 90s. That no, no, yeah. you guys didn't watch 90210? Oh, I, I, I did. Is it that? Because that's next on the agenda. I, I won't admit it. it. <laughs> I won't admit ever watching that. One, um, <clears throat> I hit a sister, too. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. That doesn't matter. Backpedaling. Yeah, I watched it anyway. One thing that's one topic that may be worth addressing, too, that we probably don't even think about because it was kind of a staple in the movies that we were growing up with, but a main theme of this movie was actually bullying. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, Biff, uh, the bullying sure. of uh, Biff bullying, uh, was the you know, the dad there who did George, such a great job. George McFly. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the actor oh, who plays Biff, Biff, Tom Wilson. Oh, uh, amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, um, you know, if that's a, a concern for a parent now and bullying and how to deal with it, uh, you know, the method of dealing with it here ended up being violence. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. that may be something worth talking about. Uh, obviously, you know, the the scene that takes place in the parking lot, uh, you know, if that happened today, both those kids would be expelled from mm, right. you know, a zero tolerance rule or something, I'd imagine. I don't know. Yeah, it is definitely but, uh, a different world. Now. It's definitely worth talking to them, I guess, if, mm-hmm. if that's a concern. Um, but it, it may also be a good way to teach... 
your children that they should stick up for themselves. You may give them alternative options of, of doing that. Um, Maybe you don't, <laughs> depending on your parenting no, and yeah. how you want your kids to deal with it. But um, that this movie may be a good way to show them, like, you can't let people push you around. You have to at least talk to adults about about well, it when situations like this come And the point is up. his life was so much better that he did stand up to right. the bully. Yeah, th- I think the film really kind of washes over that whole subject, though. I think Biff is a one-dimensional villain. In the film, he's just the big dude that pushes the movie. little dude around. Right. right. It's it was a simplistic look. I mean, we know that that bullying is a more complex issue. As a teacher, I see it, and oh, it's, yeah. it's really not the biggest guy around taking the lunch money from the littlest kid. It doesn't work that way. The littlest kid could be totally bullying the biggest kid using the internet, using Facebook and Twitter, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cyberbullying. Um, it's not as cut and dry as I'm bigger. So I'm going to tell you what to do and I'm going to take things from you. This film, because it's a film, it's a simple film, it's a family sci-fi comedy film of the 80s, kind of glosses over that whole idea. Of, I mean, in real life... What are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> oh, I'm being bullied by Biff. Uh, in reality, I mean, even in the world of the film, Biff probably would get up and beat the crap out of... Yeah, Marty McFly. was a little guy. <laughs> one punch, knock, one knockout punch, as wonderful as it is, and as great a cinematic moment as it mm-hmm. is, would not be the end of it. He wouldn't just suddenly be, oh, hi, you know, at the end of the movie, like, and he's older. He's <laughs> like, oh, hi, Mr. McFly. He's just getting ready he's for like, his he's revenge. Like completely, he's like being bullied now by George at the end of the movie. Biff, don't con me. Put another coat of wax on my car, you, yeah. you know. Right. So it's it's really kind of, I think it's very simplistic, and it probably, as J.E. pointed out, probably needs an additional conversation. As a parent. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> you love the sound effect. Oh, yeah. That's our engineer. I, I, had to, I had to hold back from explaining why that joke was funny to, to my kids. Because it was supposed to be leave. But I, I didn't. I let it slide. I still think it's funny. It's absolutely funny. <laughs> um, do we have uh, anything else to say about this film? Does anybody have any additional notes about it? Um as a fan or as a parent, what is your overall opinion of the film? What do you guys think? I think it still holds up as a, as a great film to show. I, I'd say you're right around seven. Yeah, I mean, the kids need to be a little bit older. Yeah. To, you know, preteen, teen. But, you know, the younger ones can get the sci-fi fantasy part of it. You know, right. Doc and Marty, just, just purely Doc and Marty mm-hmm. is fantastic on its own. And then the rest just kind of follows suit. It's, it's really good to show. I mean, I, I know, I know my son was really interested in seeing that that uh, his parents had kind of a life before, oh. before having him. And Do we want them to know that? Not really, <laughs> not really, not my life. Anyway, they, uh, but he was really interested in seeing that, and it, it kind of, I think, it kind of taught him something that 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 uh, we went through the same things he was going to go through, yeah. and, and things like that, and. Um, that we we are real people, or we did have these lives before them, which is kind of interesting. But I I do think you know at the, at his age, at eight years old, still a lot of things go go over his head. But he did enjoy it. Yeah, I thought my eleven year old, <clears throat> I didn't hesitate to I wouldn't hesitate to watch it again with her. I thought she understood everything that was going on. Um, she I'm able to have the conversations about the particular topics that I want to with her. My five-year-old, I cringed at the swearing a little bit yeah. because he's still at the age where I agree. he may not have heard those words, mm-hmm. at least on TV yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But again, it's an oppor- it, you can use it as a teachable moment and say, that's a bad word. He shouldn't have said that. Um, don't say that. Basically, that's basically <laughs> yeah. what I did. <laughs> but, um, but also, he had no idea what was going on. So Yeah. yeah. He, he asked what world it was. When they were really? in the 50s. What oh. world are they in? Uh, <laughs> Same world, just in the, you know, <laughs> a long time ago. That's it's probably a, what he thinks of the 80s. a really 80s. good question because, yeah. uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't really touch too much. We touched a little bit on the future films, the, the sequels, I should say. Um, the world of the sequel, the second film where you go 30 years in the future is just completely wrong on most <laughs> – Right, yeah. almost everything. It was pretty feasible back then, though. When yeah. did that come out? In the late eighties, eighty, yeah, eighty nine, after something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but um, yeah, I think I think Marty and Doc are two of the quintessential characters in American culture, personally. Um, and uh, you know, you kind of want. I'd, I'd love to see them do one more. You know, I know Michael J. Fox Ooh. has his health issues and. But I mean, if if anyone saw a million ways to die in the West, there's you know it was in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. There's a moment where Doc Brown shows up with the DeLorean. <laughs> no briefly. way. Yeah, briefly. Uh. It was spoiled in one of the trailers, so I'm not really spoiling the film. Um, but even knowing it was coming, it was still a great moment to yeah. see that character and the car one more time. I you know, it's it. I mean, maybe it holds a special place in our hearts, which is really the point of this little experiment of ours: mm-hmm. is to is to take the things that we loved and to see if we can transpose them to our children and see if they can find the same passion for it. Yeah. So, one thing that was really cool that had nothing to do with the movie itself was um, it was nice to sit down with my kids and watch a movie. Absolutely <laughs> I mean, right. Uh, when when I yeah. was growing up, that was a Friday night thing with me and my dad. Uh, is we'd sit and watch movies and and whatnot. Mm. It doesn't happen as much anymore. The kids have their Kindles and their iPads and and the t- the, the Apple TV in the living room and Netflix. They can watch whatever they want and they usually do. Um, so it was nice to get everyone in a room and watch. And and it was nice to have them not fighting to not making them watch it either. I mean, they <laughs> yeah. wanted to watch it. They they did. I may have, I may have used the Father's Day trump card to get them to yeah. sit down and watch it, well, that, but that I don't think move. that is why they did it. I think I think they actually had fun. So I look forward to watching some more and doing some more things with them. Yeah. So. Well, that I mean that is something we should probably bring up that we are recording this podcast a day after Father's Day in 2014. So uh, it's kind of appropriate that we launch this new endeavor right after a day dedicated to parents. Um, so I'm going to use uh, Je's. Uh, idea of getting together the family to segue to our next segment, um, Family Time. Um, do we have theme music for that, Mr. Engineer, yet? Or No. Okay, well, we'll get theme music someday for that. Sing a little I think, yeah, I think you should family sing one time. since he doesn't have one prepared. <laughs> family hey, Time. Really family Time is the section of the segment of the show where we're going to talk about the things that we did with our kids uh, over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, it's family time. <laughs> that was from Back to the Future. That, yeah, in case you didn't know, it was Marty's guitar solo at the end of Back to the Future. Which that music would not freak out. Yeah, at and he's point. like, your kids are going to love it. Which, you should have that quote. Do you have that? Uh, you guys are gonna love ready it? for yeah, that absolutely. yet, but your kids are going to love it? You get that one? Keep talking. All right, we're going <laughs> to fill some dead air here while he finds his clip. <laughs> Well, I, I have something okay. I want to. I would like to plug while he finds it. Um, so we just talked about the movie and our opinions of it and our experiences with our kids. Uh, we do have a website, which we may plug again later on. But just while we've just finished that, it might be worth noting. We'd love for you to jump on our website and give any type of experience that you've had. You can comment on the particular podcast post that we put up and put what you've what your experience was 
did you watch the movie with your kids? Did you have fun? Uh, or did you not watch the movie because of certain scenes whatnot? So the website is lxponline.com. So you can go there, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, soon to be on Facebook. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to tell us. No, that's good. <laughs> go do it again. Go do it ahead. again. Go ahead. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. <laughs> I was going to say soon to be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to try to get everything together social media-wise. Yeah. We'll get that set up before we Can I we please upload. play one of my favorite clips from the movie? <laughs> yes. You know where 1640 Riverside... Are you going to order something, kid? Uh, yeah. Give me, give me a tab. Tab? I can't give you a tab unless you order something. <laughs> right, give me a Pepsi free. You want a Pepsi, pal? You're going to pay for it. These are peeping Tom. <laughs> the funny thing is neither of those beverages exist anymore. Exactly. Our kids did not get <laughs> Tab Pepsi and Pepsi free, free don't exist anymore. No, Tab Isn't does it? exist. It was Pepsi Perfect in the second one, right? But there's no, I don't there's know. no Pepsi Maybe Perfect. there was Crystal Pepsi for a while. And yeah. everything too. Um, but anyway, we're, let's move on to the next segment of the show, sure. which is uh, Family Time, where we discuss the things... Family Time, excellent. Family Time. We, things that we did with our kids, um, in addition to or outside of watching the selected film for each week. Um, so who wants to start? Who wants to tell us about the week that you guys... So the last couple of weeks that you've had with your kids. What are you doing with them? Games, movies, television shows, outings. What are we doing? What are we doing? I know we uh, were talking to Hoff for a little while there. We all we both took our sons to see uh, How oh, to yeah. Train Your Dragon 2. Excellent. Fantastic movie. Excellent. I know, Excellent movie. Really great. and might have trumped the first one, um, I think. I don't know what you think. I think I said to you right off the bat, because I was reading reviews, it's very Empire Strikes Back right. in, I don't know, in, in feel, because he comes back and he's not the, the gullible little, you know, kid anymore and he's a teenager he's coming into his own he's got all the cool gear right i'm not trying not to spoil any anything but i think i can say that he's he's got almost what is a lightsaber uh, that's <laughs> true yeah yeah so i and that's not spoiled that's on the star wars fan that i am like just like oh my god this is so cool right and he can get those themes in his own movie the being the dragons movies because um, he was when did the first one come up? Two years ago? Three oh, years longer ago? than that. Yeah, maybe three years ago. Yeah, so anyway, they're more his movies than they are mine, but I'm like, oh my God, I really like these movies. Right. Um, so yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent movie. And the way they, they, way, the way they brought the characters into their own, um, each, each character in it, uh, even, it, no matter what level they were, they were brought up to a, the next step in their, in their evolution. It was, it was a very good movie and definitely suggested for anyone. Yeah, and they threw in surprises. Yep. You know, like yeah. fair to say without spoiling anything. Yeah, it's hard not to spoil it because there's so much. There really is a lot. Yeah, there's not happens. just one surprise, so it's not even a, a, a bad spoiler because I think most people know that he's, through the previews, that he's reunited with his mother, which is, is great. And right. It's a really cool story. It's not just, you know, she comes back. It's, it's, there's a whole story behind that in the whole story arc. And, right. and there was a point where... We're watching it, and you actually thought it was over. Yes, was like I, you know, seen as movie many movies as I have. Mm, I'm like you're no, so seasoned. Huh? It's you're not seasoned over. Seasoned movie wise. Yeah. Well, we are the experts. Seasoned or old, which whichever one. 
<laughs> I can't wait till JE sees so many movies like that. It's, you're going to yeah. grow up and you'll see oh, a yeah. ton of movies. We'll be so Someday proud. Someday when you grow up, you'll be a season to <laughs> in 10 years. You too. Come on. Um, JE, what did you do with your kids this week? Anything interesting? Yeah. Um, there were a few cool things. Well, one um, was for Father's Day. My wife... And my kids got me a little entertainment system that plays NES games. It has mm, two NES no controllers <laughs> and came with two NES games. So I'm looking forward to going to whatever store you can buy NES cartridges at these days. It's a flea and, market. Right, going well. to the flea market. Maybe, and picking <laughs> I up, still have my old ones. Picking so up I, you know, a box of 20 of them for 10 bucks and just going through and playing. So um. The games it came with were weren't really anything. It came with like the Karate Kid game, I did not which I never one. didn't even know existed. And then it catches this uh, Joe Montana football. Oh, oh I remember. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So it was it wasn't something we could really play uh, well together. But I look forward to to doing that in the future. Uh, still on the video game topic, though, my daughter finishes school on Thursday, and we talked about getting two World of Warcraft accounts oh, wow. for the summer. Oh yeah, and just playing it together. At night, a few times a week, nothing crazy. I, I have no interest in getting sucked into it and ruining game. my life over it, <laughs> which could totally happen. Um, but if, I, I thought uh, that Jay's would be a fun. not on the next podcast, <laughs> you'll know, you'll know why. We know where he is. <laughs> Couldn't get him Just away from his computer. Accounts. He'll be in the same clothes yeah. for four weeks. And <laughs> be very sad. I think we might do that over the summer, though, and just, just have some fun. Um, I'm all about getting my kids immersed in tech, uh, especially through gaming. I think it's a great medium, but um, without going overboard i think there's a lot to learn from it but i think we could have fun together and it could be a bonding experience but i'm curious i, I, I know like some of you have played quite I a bit still so play. Yeah. i'd love some of your opinions on it or, or advice yeah. on what to stay away from oh stay away from the game <laughs> I, I played world of warcraft from beta um vanilla beta which is in layman's terms before the game the original first release of the game i was on the beta for that because i played a lot of MMORPGs. Very proud of himself. No, mm. I'm not proud. <laughs> believe me. But uh, I played... Is that for, part of your master's training? It was. I had to play at least oh, six yeah, hours a week to earn my master's degree. Do we talk about... I do hold a master's degree, which I'm we surprised... It, it took it, Part it of this took, whole thing, uh, we were going to mention that at least five times. 34 minutes into the podcast before that came up. That's yes, that's good, why actually. I'm the scholar. That's... I just recently earned a master's degree. I actually focused on graphic novels and film, so I kind of have some geek cred educationally, but... Um, I played for a long time, and it, it does suck you in. But I think if you set specific limitations on yourself and your daughter, just we're going to play during this time of day, these times on you know, the yeah. week, you just kind of limit yourself and don't get involved too much in larger guilds where they want you to raid every night. I was playing a lot. I retired from the game when my son was born and haven't looked back since because I'm afraid it'll take me too far away yeah. from him. Maybe when he gets older, I think I brought this up on email, that maybe when he gets older... Whatever the big MMORPG is when he's 12 or 13 yeah. years old, maybe then I'll, I'll bring him in and we'll do it together. I don't, my son's seven, so... Digital catch. With my the only thing <laughs> we've played together, because he's huge in the Minecraft, and I just uh, absolutely don't get it, because it's like going from amazing graphics to 8-bit, and I'm like, why do you like this? I don't understand. <laughs> you, you have this incredible world of graphics, and... No, I want this. He loves it. I, I can't play it's it. Their, it's, it's their generation's Legos. I, yeah, I get, and that makes sense crazy. because he's a Lego yeah. freak. Yeah. Or Erector set. <laughs> What's that? Be careful. Yeah, I was so one of the kids that swallowed the little pieces. Yeah, so. those all like, that was, remember the Erector sets? Metal, oh, sure. metal pieces with oh, yeah. screws and bolts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally a 
health hazard but, today. Mm. I'm trying to find something that I can play with them now, and RPGs are probably just slightly, you know, not there yet. Um, I think we used to play Lego games a lot, and he's kind of trailed off on that stuff. So, I mean, you're Luke's uh, like a year older. Mm-hmm. Have you played any games with him? He well, he he plays a lot of stuff online, and um, well, he plays a lot of stuff on his iPad. Yeah. I can't remember the names. And that's of the where game. we get because he's on the iPad. Yeah, I want to get back on the console and, and hit hit something that we can play together. Because right. I can't play the ultra violent game, violent games, um, because you know my time is limited, and the, we have the one um, major TV in the house, and that's where I play the games. Right. And I, I I want to play the violent game, game, but I can't. My There's some MMOs you can play that are like Warcraft, but mm. but um, a little simpler. And I can't. This, something scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Is I don't a, know if it's any no. simpler. It might not be simpler. No, <laughs> it, no, no it's a simpler one, and I can't remember. There's a what lot it was. you can play, like Rune online, Quest. like Facebook Rune. and stuff has games that you can play online. Right. That if if like you have young kids out. and you're worried about mm. violence, the Wii or the Wii U, um, they have a lot of titles. Mm. Nintendo puts out a lot of titles that are are we more friendly to that. We type have the of, Wii U, but we yeah. have the Wii, and you can you can get all the NES games on the Wii too through the Virtual Console. That's, yeah, um, I think I mentioned 11. that I had my old one, and I did set it up in his room. And for a little while, he was playing Mario Brothers, and I never got the really cool titles. It was always the, you know, like. Karate Kid, and and Joe Montana right? football. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about like Zelda Bible studies? Like what Zelda? <laughs> I don't have Zelda, but that would be uh, cool. Zelda would be neat. I teach a um, media studies class at the high school I teach at, and I always break out. We have a unit on video games, and I always break out the old eight bit. My original, God, still works. Like I know, you know, it's amazing. That is quality craftsmanship. It's it's yeah, all cracked and dirty. Well, I still have to like you got to blow on it. You got to hold it just right. And jiggle it. <laughs> but you it gotta, works. You have cartridge sex. We push the cartridge in and out really quickly. I thought we were keeping this clean. It's clean. There's our yeah. There's well, our maturity. Out, cartridge yeah. sex is a beautiful thing between a game system and a cartridge. That's um, that's how I'm going to broach the subject. And the kids love when I put that in. They all want to play it. Like it's not. It's fascinating. But then they want. They find themselves wanting. Those games were good. A lot of those games were just really good. Mario Brothers. You put it in. Kids want it. They all fighting over the controller. They, they all still want to play it. Yeah. I mean. But default, they have to like it because they like Minecraft. In my logic, <laughs> maybe that may be the that may be the uh, connecting like this, tissue between like this. the 2000, the 20, 21st century, and uh, eighteen eight bit games yeah. of the nineteen eighties. Um, for me, uh, I, I popped in. My son loves movies. He's got a, we've got a stack of movies. He particularly loves the Miyazaki anime films. Um, Japanese anime films like Spirited Away and mm-hmm. and Kiki's Delivery Service and Ponyo. He loves those movies. But I put in Kung Fu Panda for him, and he really loved that. He likes when characters fall down and bump their heads, and there's a lot of that. Mm. There's a lot of you know Pratt falls and stuff in that film. He really he really got into it. He he likes it. Um, I also recently bought a PlayStation Four. Um, as right. a graduation gift to myself, and right. he loves to just watch me play. He calls it the guy. I want to see the yeah, guy. I get that a lot. With, yeah, with he just wants to sit with me on the couch and watch me play whatever game I'm playing. And I get a little squirrely about it because yeah. there's a lot of violence in the game that I play. I'm an adult, so I play. You know, I, right now I'm playing. I've got uh, um, infamous uh, second son and. Um, that's the other one. Watch Dogs, I picked up, which is like a Grand Theft Auto type clone. Those are the and ones I, I feel weird about. Playing. Yeah, they're pretty violent. And uh, so I, I try to kind of, you know, 
make understand like I explained to him, oh, he fell down when the guy gets killed. You know, <laughs> well, um, it's, it's kind of hard when he gets like, spilled some ketchup on the ground. Yeah, when he yeah, fell. yeah. A little ketchup. But um, he he loves to play with my old. Um, I have a Nintendo. Uh, what is it? The uh, Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. the clamshell flip up one. He just he loves to look at it and punch the buttons. He plays with the iPad. Um, he plays uh, Fish Out of Water, which is an app game where you skip oh, fish yeah. across the water. He likes that game, and um, he loves Fruit Ninja. That's an oh, easy one for him to play. That's great. So he really gets into that. He has to play the fruit game. Um, but other than that, I think that's that's all I did with him this week. Those are some of the things that he's liking. So, anybody else got anything else to? Add here, um, family time. <laughs> My son finally learned to ride his bike, which was oh sweet, fantastic. Oh, awesome. Bike? What system did you play? <laughs> ride bike on? Was that the Xbox? Well, he played Paperboy, <laughs> and then he was like, "I gotta do that." You mean you can do that for real? In that real was life? a secret because I'm still looking for the how to do that. Uh, that was pretty, that was an amazing feeling. Um, it's just amazing to see them finally ride their bike and this this feeling of accomplishment. Now my youngest son can't wait to get on a bike. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. You know what's great for, for the young kids? I don't know if you have one, but the Strider bikes. Have you seen those? I'm actually looking for one. We have for one. My, do you? Yeah, and, and Hunter's outgrown it. So that They're isn't necessarily perfect. applicable to the podcast. I'll talk to you <laughs> well, after I, about I it. Think, uh, <laughs> I think it's important to note that um, judging from uh, J.E.'s son's name, it looks like all of our kids are named for something geek-oriented. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, my son is named Logan after uh, Wolverine. Henry, Henry Jones Jr., <laughs> otherwise known as Indiana Jones. We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> Luke after uh, that, the, the Bible, Luke that the apostle. I mean, uh, <laughs> never mind. S- edit that. After, after. <laughs> I, I thought, it, I wish I had something cool, but we just thought it sounded neat. But Hunter, no, no, Hunter's named after the class and world of Yeah, right. <laughs> Hunter. Actually, that was a name that my wife and I were, were debating. She didn't like it, I did. Because I'm like, oh, it's, he's a, it's a character in World of Warcraft. I still don't have a dog, so I can still name You can name yeah, your dog, Indiana. Saving that. <laughs> um, okay, so the next segment, which I, we will have music for at some point, I'm sure, is called All Ages Nerd News, which is where we talk about some of the upcoming... Uh, Films, television shows, video games, all that kind of stuff that um, is appropriate for our children. So um, some of the things that I noted, and I'll, we'll go down and we'll just ask, I'll ask you guys for comments on what you think about some of these things that are coming up, up and coming stuff. Um, first of all, uh, in, on Star, in Star Wars news, Woo-hoo. Lupita Nyong'o from 12 Years a Slave, uh, Oscar-winning actress, has been cast in the new Star Wars uh, film episode, what is it, episode... Seven? Seven? Seven, is it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, with uh, the original cast, Han Solo, you know, played by Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher's back as Princess Leia, Mark Hamill's back as Luke Skywalker, even they even got the droids and Chewbacca and everybody, all the actors uh, that play those characters are all coming back, but they're also bringing in these new young actors, uh, hot actors, and an Oscar-winning actor, which I think is a pretty, lends a lot of credibility to the franchise as a whole. So what do you guys think about uh, the new Star Wars films that are coming out? J.J. Abrams is, is uh, directing and kind of heading all that up what do you guys think is uh is han solo gonna have a peg leg now that he didn't he injure himself yeah once? he broke his ankle oh. set did he break it or no sprained? yeah i think he just sprained it he just sprained it. yeah guys yeah. what's like 70 uh, yeah, i don't know anyway um i didn't see 12 years of slave so i i know that she's an oscar winner and um i'm sure it's gonna be great i mean i have no problem with the casting so far uh, a couple of them I don't 
know. I had to go look them up on IMDb because I didn't know where they were from. Um, and upon doing that, I found out from respectable. I think one was Doctor Who, right? What was that? The one of the characters. <clears throat> one was well, in Doctor Who, or I'm not sure. But anyway, um, I'm psyched that Abrams is taking over, and I have no problem with it at whatsoever. Yeah. You worried about crossing the streams between Star Wars and Star Trek? No, no. I think you, I think he'll do fine. I mean, as long as he doesn't yeah, do that do cheeky camera too. thing to the whole thing. <laughs> lens flare. Yeah, yeah lens, flare. lens flare. He does a lot of those. I'm like, you should oh, get a Benedict Cumberbatch to go play a role in Star Wars. I, I that would be awesome. I'd be all for that. I would be all for that too. He could be like like an Obi Wan. Sure, type. sure. He'd do a great job. Yeah, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, who's the guy from Girls who's going to be in it? I forget his name. Oh, that's the guy. Adam Driver. No, Adam Driver, yeah. I'm interested to see. He's in, he's in uh, a, lot of, a lot of movies now. I, forget. I just saw him in a, in a couple previews that are coming out. But he, he's great. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in it. Um, I don't know much about Lupita, but uh, I don't know. I, I didn't see the movie, 12 Years a Slave. Uh, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. it was, uh, she great. was great in it. She was. Yeah, certainly not a movie I would show my son. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, definitely, um, she's, they're talking, I guess there was some um, fan, fan uh, images online of, uh, of her as Storm, where they had re-photoshopped the, huh. the mohawk, the white mohawk on her head. So they're saying, you know, if they ever recast her, that huh. she would probably, I mean, she's become the new ingenue, African-American ingenue. Um, of Hollywood, so yeah, I, I mean J.J. Abrams is uh, proven himself, I think, with the Star Trek franchises. You know, I'm up and down on that one, but uh, I, he definitely knows how to tell a good story. And what's really interesting is, you know, this kind of the reason that I thought about bringing you guys together to do this is because there was an old internet video about when to introduce your son to Star Wars and how to do it. And um, I loved it so much, I thought maybe. There was room for that on the internet, uh, you know, real dedication to that. And this is, you know, they're making it easy for us now that Disney's obtained LucasArts or Lucasfilm, and now they're they're going to bring Star Wars to our children. So when these movies come out, our kids, that's going to be their Star Wars. Just like ten years ago, it was, you know, they released the the uh, the prequel trilogy, and that became that generation's Star Wars. And of course, 1977, 1983 films are our Star Wars. Um, so this is going to be really interesting, and I'm sure that, hoping that we're still doing this when that film is released, it'll be a huge, huge discussion um, on the new Star Wars film when it comes out and how, yes. our, how our kids are reacting to it. You could say that. My kids are already <laughs> excited because I told them they could stay out of school the, oh day, my God, the I opening day of the movie so we could go. That's a good point. And the reason I, I did that I is might do that. for the prequels, my dad let me stay out of school for those. My parents were never let me I was in school for the prequels. During the prequels. <laughs> It was grad school. I was working. No, I think it was elementary school. I was working. Oh, or, or middle school or something. Oh, I don't remember. But, God. But my dad, I remember it was a, for all three of them. Uh, well, I, I think I was in college. We might have to have your dad on For here. the first one. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, I might do that. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah I, and it was awesome. I mean, I remember it and, and it really got me pumped for the films. I was, I, we had like three VHS tapes in my house growing up. And one of them was uh, Return of the Jedi. So. Hmm. So it was awesome. which one, how were you exposed to it? Through, oh, through that. So, I mean, four, oh. five, six? Like, no, I, was, I, had, I had the originals first. Yeah, okay, when I was good. real little, we had the VHS, VHS tapes. Um, I'd seen them, but I'd seen them in totally weird order. You know, yeah, I, I, it would have for to me, be. it was little, little uh, 
streaks at a time. Yeah. Um, you know, I would never sit down and watch two and a half hours, but I put it in and watch an hour and, and this and there. And, and by the time I got older, I had seen them all. Right. Uh, and then I remember, I remember uh, when I was in middle school, I think, um, they were on, they used to be on TV every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like TBS would play all three in a row and take like nine hours because oh. they'd have so many commercials <laughs> and everything. But, uh, but we'd say, we, that was the first time that I saw them all in chronological order and really started to understand the story, exactly. love the story. Exactly. So I was pumped for the prequels by the time they came out. Yeah. That's great. what I wanted to, to save them from because I was like, all right, I'm going to be patient. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until you – know, I'm going to try to figure out if I want to do four, five, six, one, two, three. He was so young. I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to do one, two, three because it's geared more towards the little kids. And he's not going to get you know, the, the little nuances of the – the four, five, six, especially the middle one, Empire. It's a lot darker. But I, same thing happened. He just would watch snippets. He'd right. like the pod race. He'd like this, that. And it, I'm like, all right, this is just, you're just going to have to be a little older and watch them straight through. And then, you know, you'll get them. Um, and I haven't even got them through all the four, five, and six straight through yet. Um, so we'll see. These new ones are going to be, whenever they come out, he'll be, what, seven, eight. They're looking for another year from now, right? Right. Yeah, at least. And then they're going to just keep making movies every year. Oh, every yeah. Year. They're going to be filling in the, the mid-years um, with individual character films with Boba Fett. I believe um, Yoda. someone just got tapped to, to uh, direct the first one, and I can't remember. So the they're not going in sequence? They're going the director. They're going to do, no, they're going to do seven. Then uh, in, the, in a film about a character, which rumor is it's Boba Fett, and they do eight, and then another film about a character, and the rumor is it's Young Han Solo. So Boba Fett's alive. And then nine, I guess. Why yeah. not? You in know? the books, they in the books, back, he flew out of the Sarlacc pit, and it was different. okay. But uh, yeah. anyway, um, time wise, we're going to have to move forward here because we're rapidly approaching the forty. 50 right. minute mark here for our little show. That's so a much bigger. We want to move forward a little bit, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next uh, topic. Um, we've got uh, two Batman pieces of Batman news for you. We've got Ben Affleck's casting, which isn't news really, but recently he was uh, shown online. There's a photo you can find of him sporting his new buff uh, you know, Sad physique. Batman. <laughs> Sad Batman, but he's looking pretty buff. Um, I'm beginning to feel a little better about his casting. I don't know, but we'll see. And uh, the Gotham TV show, which is releasing, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be in a kids-appropriate show, but uh, the initial responses for it have been very positive in terms of, of the retelling of Batman's origin and that those years where he was a kid, um, which no one has ever told that story before, so that's going to be interesting. Anybody excited about Batman v Superman and uh, the Gotham TV show? Thinking you might bring this, bring your kids to see that film or watch that show? Uh, the Batman Affleck? Probably not. I mean, because it's unpredictable. I would not take him to the, see the Nolan ones. Those are crazy good, but just not dark. Yeah, not for a seven-year-old. No way. Um, so we'll see. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll screen him first. I, I just yeah, recently let him watch him um, Man of Steel, which uh, he liked a lot. I really liked the beginning part. Talk about 
Father's Day and all that stuff. The beginning was yeah, that excellent. was that was on Father's Day last year, right? Was it? That must have been a year ago. I'm pretty sure it came out on Father's Day. Oh, okay. I did okay. go to the theater to see what that was. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, I mean, I anybody know. listening, you can come back to this podcast or check out our website for our own reviews on these films and to let you know what you should look out for. So that's kind of the point of our whole thing. So we'll screen them for you guys. You can come to our site or listen to our show and get our take on this stuff. So sure. I, d- I think I definitely will take him to see the Batman Superman one. I, I don't think it'll be as dark as as I the Nolan one. Superman, ones. so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, I'll probably be more likely to. Right, we'll see. Yeah, um, re- actually, I've spoken about this before the podcast, but um, we also received some news uh, in the last few days of the DC's plan. At least this is the release plan, uh, rumored maybe, kind of confirmed by Kevin Smith on on the Hollywood Babylon podcast this weekend. Um, that May 2016, this is DC's uh, slate of films for the next couple of years. Batman v Superman, May 2016. July 2016, Shazam. Christmas 2016, Sandman. May 2017, Justice League. July 2017, Wonder Woman. Christmas 2017, Flash and the Green Lantern team-up film. And then May 2018, Man of Steel 2. So DC's going full bore, three movies a year, um, to build that cinematic universe to catch up with Marvel and their whole Avengers <laughs> thing. They have um, one franchise yeah. to really build on. Well, I mean, DC's one and a got, half. They've, they've got all the characters, which Marvel doesn't. Marvel can't control their characters. Sony owns Spider-Man, and uh, uh, 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. has X-Men and Fantastic Four, so they're kind of limited to the third stringers, which is what they did with those films. So DC's got all of them. They can have uh, Batman, Aquaman, S- Superman, everybody, everybody in the DC universe. So um, Warner Brothers will be producing all of those films, I would imagine. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty cool. Um Guardians of the Galaxy releases uh, later this summer. I believe it's the first week of August. Um, to see that. That looks like Marvel's real attempt at getting a kid audience in because we've got Absolutely. a talking tree. we got a talking uh, raccoon. Uh, I'm very excited about this film as an old school Marvel fan. What are you guys thinking about the TV spots and trailers for Guardians so far? Surprisingly, they look really good. I was a uh, skeptic at the beginning because I didn't think Guardians were movie ready. To put it lightly, um, I just thought they had a lot more characters on the that were stronger. To like, I know that Doctor Strange, even Doctor Strange, I thought was better. Um, but as I see the previews and as I kind of you know gear up, I think it looks pretty good. And as we were going to see um, Dragons, they had the movie poster up in the theater, and um, we've been watching the Avengers, and so my son is familiar with the Guardians, and he looks at, he's, he looks at the poster, he says, you know who my favorite is? I, you know, first he says, I, wanna, I can't wait to see it. He says, my favorite is? And he's like, that guy, and it was Star-Lord. And he's like, <laughs> he usually wears a helmet, though. I'm like, yeah, was, well, they show his face, and, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, so you do want to see it. So I'm like, psyched. I'm like, all right, there's a movie I can take him to see. We're good. So yeah. I'm really excited now. I wasn't at first, but now I am. <laughs> Star-Lord's got that great gun. Doesn't he? It's, it's yeah. got two sides to it. I, I don't know. For some reason, that just that I, I remember being a boy that's, and thinking that would be the coolest I think thing. That's exactly why he likes them. I yeah. really do. Uh, it's really great. And I think, uh, honestly, I didn't know much about them. And I, I watched a little bit of uh, uh, the show. What is it on Disney XD or something yeah. like that? Watched a little bit of that. And uh, I, it's going to be, I think it's really going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be um, really fun. They had the yeah. Guardians show up on, that, on the, the Avengers cartoon series. 
Yeah, that's what he's talking right. About. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of really because Marvel loves. I love Marvel that they do that. They tie in. Yeah, they just tore down the Avengers. Out. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> the key, the key word that you said there was fun. It looks. It just looks like the first comic book movie that that looks like it will be a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like being in the theater, especially around other people and. People are going to be laughing and having a good time so. during that movie. Right. You've got a talking raccoon, yep. a tree that says one word. And the music they use throughout the, the oh, trailer. The, the just, yeah. disco music or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it hooked just, on a feeling. Yeah, 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 exactly. It just looks like fun. It looks like it's going to be I a fun that, yeah, adventure a of a movie. It's almost like they don't have to prove themselves anymore. With with uh, the Avengers and, and Hulk and Iron Man, it, they really had to kind of sell that. Mm. That this they was, can loosen these, up. Yeah, that these guys had a backstory and kind of set them in reality. And now they're at the point where, you know, they can have a talking raccoon. Because I was wondering, can have the, a the non-comic tree. fan, like, if I'm at work and we're, this subject comes up, that, you know, people are like, who the, who the heck are they? I'm not going to see. I don't know who they are. You know, we do know who they are, but they do such a good job with the previews that... Hello. Uh, <laughs> that that, that uh, I think it can hook the... The outside fringe watchers taking video of us. <laughs> Trying to take a selfie. It's not easy at this long table. Um, anyway, uh, okay, cool. So th- I think we're all looking forward to that. Any news that you guys want to talk about? Anything that you guys dug up over the last few few weeks or days or years? Dug up? Yeah. Years. Anything, well, the- you, anything in the news that we want to uh, bring up well, at this mm-hmm. point? That's all the news... Uh, Information that I've I've pulled up for this week. Um, yeah, I just noticed you you got the Lego Movie on. There. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about, we'll talk, about, about what's, yeah, we'll talk about what's in theaters in a minute. But I want to see if cool. you guys have anything else you want to add. Oh, Echo, you had yeah, that's oh, that's later. Yeah, it's okay. well, we can yeah, let's let's go ahead and go down uh, releasing in theaters for families. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon opened this week as as uh, as uh, Fonz and Hoff talked about. It was a fifty million dollar weekend for it. Um, but it lost to 22 Jump Street, which made $60 million, which is surprising <laughs> because usually those family films make a lot. I am anticipating a much bigger second week Absolutely. with school being out. Um, mm. It'll probably make another $50 million and probably won't lose any. We'll see, though, um, how it goes. Um, June 27th, we have Transformers Age of Extinction coming out. Um, I can't say I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of Transformers, but I'm not a big fan of Michael Bay films and yes. certainly not his Transformers films. But... I'm kind of tempted because you got Optimus Prime riding um, Grimlock in the trailer. I, so I like that they yeah. got rid of um, Shia LaBeouf. I was yeah, getting a little right. sick of his. Um, well, he's not famous manic. anymore. Well, no, it's just his. <laughs> he wore a bag on his head that yeah. said so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Um, I like that they rebooted it a bit with with some new characters. Um, I again, looking at the previews, Michael Bay is again going over the top because if you look at Optimus Prime, he's just like. Massive sword, you know. Uh, it's just like it's Michael Bay. It's, it's, it's that's the only way that's going to become. It's like Michael Bay made a Michael Bay film. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like <laughs> compounded Michael Bay. Is there exactly. a giant Michael Bay transformer in it? He turns into probably, Michael Bay. It's got a long hair. somewhere in the hidden in the Easter eggs. <laughs> Marky Mark's in it, so I'm yeah. a, you know any, anybody he sees, feel it, feel it. I'm going to be like totally sold on that. Awesome. <laughs> anybody the, from the Boston big sell is the Dinobots, though. That's what they're yeah, that's what they're going. It'll with. probably be like every other Transformers film where the trailer's awesome and the movie sucks. So, but again, I think kids like. You know, you bring your kids to see it. Bring our sons and daughters to see it. The kids, not, boys will be yeah. like, "Wow, this is cool!" Exactly. Everything blew up. 
Um, and then July 2nd, um, kind of under the radar a little bit, Echo. Um, it looks like a kind of an E.T.-ish kind of film with a tiny little cute robot that needs a bunch of kids to help him find his way home. Or, um, that releases on, again, July 2nd. So um, when that movie rolls around, we'll be talking about that. Have you guys heard I, anything about that film? Not really. I think I've no. seen the trailer, but... He seems interested in the trailer. Mm. Even right. though it's, it's, it's probably more of a a 10-year-old type, 10 or 11, yeah. maybe, but yeah. that's how I, the kids he are. He seems right? interested. So yeah, probably. Uh, that would be a good one to, to take him to see. DVD releases. Um, tomorrow, well, tomorrow as far as this recording is going, on June 17th, we've got regular show season three and the Lego movie. I don't know about you guys, but I love the Lego movie. My son is a little oh, too young. Great I'm movie. looking forward to buying the DVD, Blu-ray, yep. and showing it to my son. I think he's going to love it. A lot of crazy explosions and Lego pieces flying around. I think he's really going to dig it. It's very colorful. Yeah, what's not to love? I mean, it, yeah. had, it had Batman. It had <laughs> Legos. It had... It came out during school vacation for us, and we went. The whole family went That's to the cool. Lego movie, and then um, we went out and bought like a hundred dollars worth of Lego because <laughs> yeah. it just got me so pumped up about Lego. <laughs> and uh, me and me and my son did Legos every day of school vacation. It was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> those Legos are expensive. Have you guys seen some yeah. of those oh little God, box, yeah. tiny uh, little amazing. box for like twenty bucks? I saw it. Bucks, I saw it. Someone did. Um, I'll link it up. In the show notes, I'll, I'll go search for it. But uh, I remember someone doing some research, and they found out that you actually get more bricks per penny now than you did back in the 80s. Oh, cool. Really? Um, so, yeah, the, the, what, but what's happening is you're getting more per kit. So back when we were kids, the kits would have less pieces, and they'd be cheaper. Now nice. they have more pieces, and they're more expensive, yeah. but less expensive than if it was a linear growth. In it was the less little pieces, yeah. too. It was all more bigger. The, the thing that was really cool about our Legos, and the move, and, and th- this is something that the, they was really smart about doing the Lego movie, was that they've started to create the kits that don't necessarily interact with each other. So when we were kids, it was... Yeah. There are like seven types of bricks. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. And, and you just had a million of them, so you'd make whatever you wanted. But now there's, there's 70,000 types of oh, bricks, God, right? Because yeah, right. every single kit has different ones. And I think as, as parents, our generation, I don't know about you guys, but I barely bought my kid any Legos because of that fact. I didn't want to buy Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings Legos don't mix with Star Wars Legos? What are you doing? <laughs> right? In my mind, of course. You, yeah. Because I'm uh, Dr. Horrible or whatever the, na- right. the name of the villain is in the Lego movie. Um, so the Lego movie comes out and their whole message is, mix the kits up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I right. It was almost I, I a master marketing strategy it's, of it. just getting people to buy Lego was, kits. And, th- and don't worry if they get all mixed up. It doesn't mean you have to stop buying them. Yes. <laughs> you can still I buy fe- more. I felt the same way. I it was, felt it at was, the end, yeah. I was like, is this towards me? Perfectly crafted. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, should I stop gluing my Legos? Watch out for spoilers. Watch out yeah. for spoilers, gentlemen. But um, yeah, I agree. The ending of the film has a live action sequence. I don't want to get into any more than that. But it's, I found it to be really great and touching and um, not at all what I expected the end of the no, film to be. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, that that message is loud and clear. You know, let's yeah. just have fun, break them all, bring them all together in one big pile, yeah. and see what you come up with. Uh, and that's exactly what we did the rest of the week. And you know, I would have <laughs> been angry. Hook, it, line, and sinker. I would have been angry at it if it wasn't such a great film, well written, well acted. The mm. voice acting was amazing. I loved it. You know, and I know that it was a huge, giant by Legos message, yeah. but. It was and just a good, it's a good fun film, and uh, Legos I got sucked in. Yeah, Legos instilled in me 
a desire to build things always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't, you know, I have no problem buying my kid Legos. I think it's I agree. money well spent. Yeah, because there is some some creative and and learning and you know, as as creative as everything turning ending up a spaceship can be. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. When I was building Legos, it doesn't matter what I started; it was a spaceship by the end. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how creative. How ugly Eighty it was. spaceman. All he wanted to do was make a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. The whole movie. Oh God, I love that character. Yeah, it was Charlie Day. Did the yes. voice of, uh, oh, of that Charlie character. Day is my favorite too. Um, so uh, moving on from there, unless anyone else has anything to add about. Uh, upcoming DVDs streaming on Netflix we've got The Pirate Fairy by Disney starring Tinkerbell for those of you that have little girls or boys that like Tinkerbell um, June 15th my that'll be available for stream, streaming um, Turbo Animated my son loves Turbo he loves anything that where cars are involved so he loves cars and he loves any cartoons that have cars in them um, the Turbo Animated series on Netflix is adding five new episodes on June 27th. Wow, I haven't so watched those yet. If you, watch the, uh, if you watch the original series which is pretty good I mean it's good it's a continuation of the the film, they're going to add five new episodes. Um, those are the only streaming, upcoming streaming that I could find that seemed family appropriate. Uh, for video games, um, it's kind of the dead time of year for new game releases. Usually the new games come out late fall or in anticipation of Christmas. Um, E3 just happened, and the big one, I think, for families, uh, a lot of games were announced that are you know, violence and explosions and stuff. But Super Smash Brothers for Wii U was debuted at E3, and it got... Some tremendous reviews from some of the online, uh, you know, the folks that were lucky enough to go to E3. Um, anyone ever played the Super Smash Brothers games for the Wii or the? Yeah, we Nintendo? we actually grabbed the Wii version. Uh, it wasn't too long ago, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, we were going to have a family game night, and we grabbed it at the store used for just you know twenty dollars, and uh, we had fun. The, the great thing about Super Smash Brothers is. You can just smash the buttons and things will happen. I mean, it <laughs> it, uh, it works. Uh, my son, that's what he did. He had a blast with it. Um, I was trying to be more technical and learn how things work, and, and I had fun too. But you know, we'd still break even. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Even though he was just smash money, smashing buttons. But um, what, what was great about it is it got him excited about playing with me. Um, yeah. And 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 with there were a few of us playing, we had a blast. Um, so that alone, it's fun. If you if you. It is a very difficult game to master if you are going to learn the technical nature of it, though. It's not an easy game um, to play. So so that's something to keep in mind. If your kids get frustrated from trying to do things that don't work right away, the Super Smash Brothers is something that needs a little practice. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. But we'll fun see. game. Um, I think also uh, Mar- uh, Disney, they have their version of... Um, I'm surprised you guys haven't brought up... Um, Skylanders, because I know that your mm. sons, both your sons are really into it, at least. Oh, big time. Um, and, uh, you know, Disney, of course, put out their version of that, which is, what is it called? Xfin- X- Disney X- Xfinity. Yeah, Xfinity. 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 And now they've announced that oh, the Marvel Inf- characters. No, Infinity. 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 The uh, Marvel characters are going to be yeah, available to purchase as part of Ooh, the Disney side of it, because Disney obtained Marvel, so you'll see. I, I would imagine the Star Wars characters will probably be next. That's good. Cool. get to be yeah. a play as Luke Skywalker yeah. and Yoda or whatnot. Um <laughs> So, so tell, so talk game. a little bit, just briefly, and we don't have too much time, but briefly about, about Skylanders. I know this is a huge movement, um, games like that. I'm, I don't know much about it. My son isn't really playing them, but what do you guys know about that? Well, my son's got both. I'm, uh, my, both my sons are obsessed with Skylanders. They've got, I think they've got almost every single one that's, that's come out. They have the specialty ones that they make fuzzy or gold or you know, collector's mm-hmm. items. They don't have many of those, but they have every, new, every character that's come out. 
Um, for some reason, they always come out around Christmas and, yeah. and their birthdays. Oh, and, uh, they're very odd like that. <laughs> but uh, they've got all of them. And uh, they also have Infinity. And they were into Infinity. And I think Infinity is, is much better. They Just the, the creativity part of it, where you can create your own worlds and, and uh, do whatever you'd like in there, is, uh, is fantastic. And I have fun with it. Maybe a little too hard for my eight-year-old and my, and definitely for my three-year-old, but um, there's there's a lot you can do. Uh, but the the Skylanders are just so simple when you get yeah, it. It is. There's really not much you have to it's, do. It's more on the button mashing yeah. side. Of yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious how it would work for a five-year-old. Uh, my son's turning five this weekend. Should um, love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, Should be fine. He'd love it. The levels are straightforward. The challenges are. Straightforward, mm-hmm. um, you know. The, there's there's aspects of it where you have to have a certain character to get to a certain part, but you can still defeat, you know, the the bad guy with one character if you needed to. Um, it's more exciting for them to play multiple characters because they do all different things. Um, that's why the collecting part comes up so huge. Because and then it goes to mommy and daddy to buy them. <laughs> Which sucks for us, but um, it's fun for them because the game is easy. Like, to us, it's easy. It's oh, just, absolutely, It's yeah. just like, you know, just go there and smash, 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 smash. Get through the wall, then you get to this guy, smash, smash. Okay, you, that guy didn't do too good. You need the big bruiser guy. So, you, you know, some of the characters are good to have because you'll have the fast guy, the, the bruiser guy. The, so they love switching them up, and they can, they can beat whoever they want. It's not hard cool right. but it's 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 fun for them because they love you know they love to change the characters and and beat the the levels the one of the most fun parts about it is when you have you have you fought against each other have you gone into the uh in the in the um arena yeah yes that's yeah. fun but and and honestly he he kills me <laughs> like i always i always give myself a handicap so i'll check i'll pick the eagle you know. Oh yeah, sure. So and then he, Jet of facts. course, of course, he gets the guy that throws my, you know, the 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 one that can throw the bombs from far away. Oh sure. So you, you guys get, get these for your kids, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure about that? <laughs> sure I let him play every once in a while. But we've kind of he he doesn't play. That's why I was interested in what we could go to next because he's not playing that as much, and and I don't play as much with him. Um. Because it is so easy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, Simple game. He's, re- he's ready for the next level, and I'm ready for the next level with him. So Cool. All right, so uh, I think that just about wraps up our first show here. Um, just some information. Again, uh, J.E. pointed out we do have a website, although if you're listening to this podcast re- immediately after release, it may still be kind of in its infancy. Um, so forgive us for our, you know, construction. Um, we're in the midst of building it. Um, but our website is LXP online, L X P O N L I N E.com. All one word. Uh, you can make comments, uh, sign up to be a member of the websites, obviously free. We're not looking for any personal information or credit card information. Um, please check us out. Um, you can make comments about this podcast there. Um, you can hear us on both SoundCloud and hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be available on iTunes as well. Um, we also will have social media soon. Um, we'll have a Facebook presence, a, an Instagram presence, as well as a Twitter presence. Uh, if we don't have it by the time the show comes up, 
I will be surprised. Uh, so we'll have that stuff in the show notes and available on our website. You can also email us. Uh, our current email address, although it's probably going to change currently right now, is onlinelxp. Uh, at gmail. dot com. Uh, next, you might, you might want to say that one ahead. more time. Uh, onlinelxp at gmail. dot com. That's our email address for comments and questions. Um, the next film I'm going to go ahead and make the executive decision will be The Dark Crystal, uh, which we, which we will review in two weeks. How dare you? How dare I? Make that executive decision. I'm making that executive decision because we forgot to talk about it before the podcast. That one I'm going to have to watch again. Yeah, that, one's, that, that one is one time. of my favorites from, from being a kid, and it is probably going to be a lot of opportunity that to talk about. Very, very, very fresh. Very scary and, and frightening you and wonderful Jim Henson production from the 80s. Um, hopefully, we'll get together in two weeks. I'm hoping that that's when we'll be able to do this again. Um, but until then, uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. And uh, signing off, I am... G-Man the Scholar. J.E. the Tech. Fonz the Artist. Hoff the Engineer. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Whoa!